Hey everyone, this is Gavin. Hey everybody, this is Todd. And I'm Craig. Hello everyone, welcome to uh, the Majors Mess Hall podcast. I am Gavin, this is episode uh, 116 and I'm joined by the three main boys. We've got Craig, Todd, Bertie, a.k.a. Cove Boy. How's it going, boys? Uh, sweet. Fucking hell. Bertie! Bertie! Yeah, I'm here. Well, where did you go, son? <laughs> I'm here. I couldn't hear you. We didn't respond. Oh, it's, it sounds like he's got a shit signal, you know. Hello. Hello, uh, can you hear hello. us? Uh, hello. Right can you hear me? Yeah. Sound like Stephen Hawking with fucking laryngitis. Okay, listen, we can hear you, but it sounds like you've got shit in your throat. <laughs> Sounds like he's like he's got a vibrator. Left. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Fucking hell, that's bad. Oh. Weird, because it was all right for a minute there, and then it's gone shit again. What a good start this is. Right, let's try him again. Maybe he's got the COVID nineteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Can you oh. hear us? There you go. I can hear you now. Okay. Holy well, we'll hopefully it'll stay good this time. Yeah. Yeah. Right, anyway, okay, so this is episode 116, um, and we do have a guest on this episode. We actually have the Trailer Park Boys guest, and it's been a while since we've had a cast member on from that show, and obviously a lot of our listeners are fans of that show, as are we, and the guest that we have is Gina Harrison, who plays Trinity, and obviously Trinity's Ricky's daughter, and she, she's been in the show, how long did she say, Todd, in the interview? It's like 22 years or something? 20, yeah, yeah. well, she's 27 now. She started when she was five, so 22 years, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it, to be in a show that long? Anyway, we, we, had, a yeah. chat with, we had a chat with her, and it was really interesting. She told us a lot of like behind-the-scenes stuff, and her relationship with the cast is really tight off-screen, which is nice, always nice to know. You know, It's nice to hear. It's, it's, it's not nice when you hear that there's like problems and stuff behind the scenes, so it was nice that she kind of... Uh, you know, just let us know that she still talks to everyone. Everyone's still friends. Like, she didn't tell us if there was going to be anything coming up, but we we kind of know that there is. There's a new show coming out on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it, but it's set in jail. I don't know if she's in it, but uh, we're looking forward to that one when it comes out. And obviously, this is another uh, addition to the animated series. The second season of that's coming out soon as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I have to mention as well. I fucked up a little bit because she came on and she wanted to promote. She does a. She, she's on Twitch. Craig, can you explain what Twitch is? It's like a. It's like a game. It's like YouTube, but it's mostly for like gamers. Correct. So they like. So they, they stream for like three hours and stuff like that. And 
we all play random games. We we actually did it once, didn't we? You, me, and Scott. Yeah. We had to, we, and actually that's what major we named the podcast after. He used to watch us play Grand Theft Auto. It was basically just me and Craig blowing Scott up. Um, it's really funny. And then that led and then that led to the uh, the podcast. So so yeah, no, she um, so she's got this Twitch channel. And she's got a lot of subscribers on there, but she decided that given the circumstances of what's going on at the moment with the, the COVID-19 thing, she wanted to um, raise some money and kind of, you know, pay it forward, so to speak. And she decided she was going to donate all her all her funds for the month of March to a local food bank in Ottawa. And it's only for the month of March. And as everyone is aware now, this, I mean, we're recording this still in March, but people listening it's no longer march so it's my fault i fucked up we'd already recorded our last episode that was due to go out and i couldn't fit this one in before march ended so i've put a video out there on our instagram page and our facebook page bertie's turned into a vibrator again for some reason but we'll talk about that in a minute um don't tell you're in it and uh, yeah, I just uh, basically I'm just trying to I'm trying to um, fix the problem I made the mistake I made. So I'm, I'm trying to uh, do do right basically and fix the wrong. So, but yeah, I just wanted to apologise when you when you do listen to the episode now, you'll hear her talking about it, and she's you know obviously asking people to donate. I fucked up, so I apologise. But hopefully, most of you did watch our video on Instagram and you've donated anyway. So. Yeah, I'd... okay. I didn't. I didn't catch it either when we were doing the recording. That think that it wouldn't be out until probably April. Yeah, like I just and, thought. And the... Yeah, <laughs> for like, some reason I just. I just thought I this was, was going to be ongoing. March, and I thought that the fucking month was going to be like, I guess like eight weeks long. <clears throat> yeah. So I didn't stop and think that in two weeks it was going to be a whole new month. So. Well, that's it. And it yeah. feels like it's eight weeks long. So yeah. But I, yeah, <laughs> I just I just feel bad. Like she messaged me to say when is the episode out, and I was like. Actually, I've just re- literally just realised that like it's not going to be out until like April, and and obviously you you promoted your thing, and I feel really bad. And she was like, "Oh, it's okay." Don't... I said, "No, no." I said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna make posts about it, and I'm I'm gonna promote it for you, and try and see if we can get some people to donate." So hopefully, some people did, because I feel terrible. I really do. However, yeah. we do have more. Fo- <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of people on our Facebook page, the Trailer Park Boys fans, that don't listen to the podcast and haven't listened yet, and I put a video out there. So I think that will probably do better than the actual podcast. So fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed she gets some from that. So um, anyway, we are going to go through to the interview now. And then once the interview's finished, we're going to have a catch up and have a chat because it's been a while since the three of us slash four of us chatted together. So here is our interview right. with um, Gina Harrison. Yeah, we can. Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> okay. Okay, so so first things first, how do you pronounce your name? Gina. Gina. Okay, I've been saying Gina and Gianna, but I wasn't sure. And I asked my <laughs> wife, and my wife was like, uh, what did she say it was? It's, it, 
it's genie or something. And I was like, how's a genie? There's an A on the end. It can't be genie. <laughs> yeah, no. And then, like, last, I almost messaged Mike Smith last night to say, we're talking to Gina and I don't know how to pronounce her name. How do you pronounce it? And I was like, nah, I'm not going to bother him with that. I'll just ask her, ask her himself. So. He probably yeah. would have said pickle. They all still call me pickle from when I was a little child. So. <laughs> really? Where, where's, where's the word, where's the name pickle come from? Um, my mom is English and, uh, in England, I guess when children were like little mischievous, uh, mischievous, uh, they called them little pickles. And so growing up, um, I was Gina pickle or pickle. And, uh, that's how everyone on set knew me. Cause I started when I was five. So See, that's funny. You should say that. Cause as you can tell, I'm from England and my mom always called me shithead. So I think it might times times may have changed since then. Yeah, yeah. Shit head pickle, same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's that's funny that I actually call my cat my cat's name is Sue, but I, I, I always give my pet a second name and his second name is Pickle. I call her Sue Pickle for some weird reason. That's I don't know why, do. but yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Because your cat's a fucking crazy cat, that's why. You never know what that cat's yeah. gonna do. It doesn't like men, so like if men come into the house, yeah. it like it, it susses them out, and then she'll just attack them if she doesn't like them. And Todd's oh, nice. been at the Todd's nice. been in the firing line for that. So anyway, yeah, you're talking to me. My <laughs> name My name is Gavin, and uh, the other voice you can hear there is Todd. Hey. Nice to meet you both. Nice, nice to meet you as well. well. I, I'm in um, I'm in Nova Scotia, as you know, and Todd is in Maine in the states. So, oh, fun. It's an international call. Um, nice. I've actually yes. met you once. I met you once before. Um, you won't remember, but it was the, it was the the after show party for the release of the third movie. It oh was in, gosh! It was in that little Oxford theatre in Halifax. Yeah. And um, your mum, your mum was actually there, so I was talking. We were t- my, me and my wife were talking to your mum. Your mum's really, really proud of you. That, that was one of my questions. Actually, was your mum around on set a lot? <laughs> um, she was always kicking around. Um, I. I actually had a tutor as well because I had to miss school when I was younger. Oh, um, yeah. But she sense. tried not to be like, she was around a lot the first couple years because she didn't know exactly what it entailed. And, and she, she loves me a lot and wanted to keep me safe. Um, but after like, uh, you know, after a couple years, she was like, okay, you got this. You're good. Enjoy. Oh, that's nice though that she was really she was comfortable with you to go and spend time with these obviously the rest of the cast that's really nice yeah yeah for sure so how old were you when you first started i was five years old five so wow that's my daughter's five ago. that's crazy wow yeah yeah wow pretty nuts and like it was like was there was there an audition process like did you or did did they just randomly pick a kid um so lucy was actually my nanny Okay. When I was little, like little, little, uh, before the show existed, and she was a struggling actress at the time, so she um, <laughs> heard of this one-time thing from a friend of hers named Mike Clattenburg, who, as you may know, um, started yeah. Trailer Park Boys, um, and <laughs> he mentioned to my mom that there was this audition and or this show I guess it wasn't really an audition it was a it was a gig and because it was a one-time thing and uh, my mom said absolutely no never (laughs) and uh, Lucy convinced my mother because they were you know really good friends obviously as she was my nanny um 
they were really good friends back then. And so she, you know, bugged my mom into it. And my, my mom eventually agreed under the uh, understanding that it was never going to go anywhere and no one was ever going to see it. It was a total one-time thing. And here we are 22 years later. <laughs> so, 22 yeah. years. Like, well, that's, that's crazy. That's like yeah. it's such a long time. And you don't even realize how long it's actually been since the show started. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and you were you were a natural as well. That's that's why that's quite surprising to me that you didn't have any previous like you know there was nothing that you'd done before acting wise because like the the way you the way you you are on the show as a little kid, I mean it was it was like it was just a natural thing for you. <laughs> well, thank you. I yeah, I've never taken acting. I did some theater when I was in my teens, but past that, I haven't had any. Um, acting classes or anything like that other than trailer park boys but i suppose everyone's good at things it just usually they don't find them when they're five years old i think yeah yeah that's <laughs> generally, true. Generally. And i mean the, the show itself's been very lucky with the cast they've had because there is a lot of the actors on that show that hadn't had previous acting work and they had other jobs some of them still do like i know george green still drives like a um a coach around like we see him around all the time Mm-hmm. And um, for that reason, the show's been very, very fortunate to have these very talented people, basically. So, mm-hmm. and you're obviously one of them. So that's that's amazing. Well, thank you. It's been yeah, it's been a lot of years, but we all we're all kind of in the groove at this point. I mean, it's it's second nature, I think. Well, it's just, it's a, it's a family, point. isn't it? It's it's literally like a family. Oh, yeah. Like you've like, I mean, obviously you played you know Ricky's daughter, but I'm sure you're really close to Rob Wells. You know, for that reason, really, I see I see photos of you guys, and it literally is like you're like you know father and daughter. <laughs> I actually messaged him. Uh, it was his birthday today. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I messaged him, and I was like, "Happy birthday, Dad!" And he's like, "Thanks, daughter." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He's like a yeah. He's like a second father. He's so, he's so laid back as well. Yeah, he's like, a great guy. I, I I got to hang out with them, and because um, we got we have a mutual friend, and I was hanging out with them last. Um, August it was and we were in a bar in, in Halifax and he's so laid back like he's yeah. not like his character at all um, no. really talented <laughs> actor like he's incredible so uh, with I've... with these with you, like the script that you were given well that's, that's I guess that's the question was it a script because like or were some of your lines ad-libbed like in those <laughs> early years uh, so they always gave us a script we always had a script um, in the early years I think I was pretty good at keeping to the script that I had. And yes, I mean, I had lines and the scene went a certain way in a certain direction and I said those lines and whatever. But as I got a bit older, um, there was things in the script that didn't jive with normal person speak. Right. Okay, <laughs> I don't know I how to say that normally, but um, it was a lot of it was a lot of like when you have a conversation with someone so when I was having a conversation with Ricky for example I would say hey dad what's up and he would say hey Trin not much just doing this and I would be like cool dad that's awesome and dad was literally in every line and no one speaks like that no one's like dad this dad that (laughs) you know it's not it's not it's just they just wrote what they wanted like where they wanted the scene to go 
And then I just kind of took over from there. Yeah, because there's there's, there's some. I wasn't speaking like a ridiculous person. Well, well, there's some (laughs) moments like in those earlier seasons where you can you can tell that it wasn't scripted, and and that's that's a good thing. Like there was there's one like part where there's the whole smoking patch thing, and he's saying, you know, you got don't smoke with the patch on, and he's he's telling you to stop smoking, and and you're saying, well, you you throw your cigarette away first, and he's like he takes it out of his mouth, and you're like throw it away and you're like you're like telling him what to do and that to me just seems so natural it didn't seem like it was a script i don't know whether it was yeah i guess you're right i never actually thought back to that but it's not a lot of the time clattenberg just sat down with me and said hey gina here's what's happening in the scene this is how it's gonna go down like throw throw whatever you're thinking especially actually we used to do that a lot um, for the last take, so it, we would get we would get the scene perfect how they wanted it scripted, whatever, and then they would say, okay, we got that, and now we're gonna do this scene. We want it to go in the same direction, but just do whatever feels right, like just off the cuff, don't follow the script, just do whatever you're feeling. And so I think a lot of stuff came from there because. By the time we had already done the take seven times or ten times or however many times it took, you you knew the scene, you knew where it was going, you knew what was happening, so it was a lot easier to just kind of go with the flow and be supernatural, maybe. Yeah, be, <laughs> the, supernatural. One, uh, sorry. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite lines is uh, "These taste funny." Where you throw the the, uh, the dope brownie, the brownie away, like yeah, yeah that's that's just so funny. Yeah, yeah. Good I think times. that'd be a funny uh, way to do it too, because after you got the scene in the can, as I say, um, yeah, all the pressure's off. So then you can say, well, let's just do a couple just to see where it goes. So you can basically just, you know, let it flow naturally. And sometimes you you come up with something that was better in the script, and they go, oh yeah, yeah, okay, we'll use that instead. Absolutely. Because it's like you know, all the stress is off, and it's just having fun and being yeah. natural, just having a conversation. So it comes across more naturally that yeah. way than if you just, like you say, try to script it out phonetically word for word and try to memorize yeah. it and deliver it that way so. especially with trailer park boys because it's all kind of like fucking up a lot and <laughs> right and if you try to keep it too professional like from an acting standpoint then it wouldn't come across as a bunch of normal people just living in a trailer park just doing their thing because people will say well i've been in a trailer park people don't talk like that so 100%. it's it's yeah, so it's it's nice to keep it like more realistic by just letting it flow because again, most people would just say whatever comes to their mind. You don't sit there mm-hmm. and think it through before you deliver it. So, and I actually seen that firsthand as well. I was lucky enough to do a little bit of background work on the third movie, and we were filming in Halifax. And and Mike Clattenberg is obviously the last thing he did with the boys, and mm-hmm. he was he was directing a scene with um, with uh, JP and uh, Bernie Robichaux. And he says mm-hmm. he, we did. They did it quite a few times, and then just there's one bit where Mike came over, Mike Clattenberg, and he says to to Bernie, he's like, "Okay, do it again, but this time call him Disco." And and they, that's the bit that actually made it into the film where he walks up to the van and he goes, "Okay, Disco," and that yeah. that's such a funny line. But he must have just <laughs> thought of it because it wasn't in the script. He, he must have just thought of- that's so funny, and he put it in. And just to see that firsthand was really cool. There's a lot of stuff like that. Even sometimes when they don't know what they want, but they know that what they're seeing is what they don't want. Even now, like they're like, "Okay, we don't really like this scene, so change something." <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 
it's a it's a thing for sure. But it's great that you've had so much experience in playing these characters. Like you, you've done like you say for twenty two years, so you pretty much know when they say, "Okay, give us a Trinity moment," you know what they're expecting, what they want, and you can just be like, "Okay," be in the character and just deliver it from that, you know, <laughs> point of view. And then they go, "Okay, that either works or it doesn't work." So I mean, you kind of got a better yeah. understanding of it than one hundred percent. Yeah, so I think that's that, that's kind of like where the magic comes from that you can just be your alter ego and it just comes natural, you know. Yeah. She she's me. I'm not her, but she is me for sure. <laughs> so when when you were a kid, did you fully understand what this is a silly question because I'm sure the answer's no, but did you fully understand what was going on with the script of all this talk of dope and stuff? Did you have any <laughs> idea what they were t- talking about? No, uh, it was really funny, actually. So when I was little, I had to sign a contract that my mother made up. um, And I'm sure she still has it in some drawer somewhere, uh, just to make fun of me when I get married or something. But um, (laughs) it says if they want to, there was like stipulations in it, like I can only have two candies per day and it has to be after we're finished filming so I didn't get hyper. (laughs) And like if they want to change my hair or make me wear silly clothes or anything. There was like, you know, a whole bunch of things in there. I have to allow them to do so. And I had to sign it as like a seven year old, I think. Like it was ridiculous, but um, no, I, and the, the other part of that was that um, they weren't allowed to curse around me unless we were on camera. Um, And they weren't allowed to smoke around me unless we were on camera. Um, so that was more, a they asked everyone to do that, I think, and less of a signing contract kind of thing. But, um, it was, I, I knew that the show wasn't good. <laughs> I also wasn't allowed to watch it until I was 14 years old. Um, oh, wow. that's crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, it yeah. makes sense, but like that, was that frustrating to you not to be, or did you sneakily watch it? be honest i didn't i was actually a really good kid i was an angel until i turned about 16 well maybe (laughs) 17 like 16 and a half but like no i was an angel child and like my mom even got the box set for me she was just like you're not allowed to watch this until you're 14 but i got it in case it's not available when you're four when you're 14 or whatever um i think originally it was actually 16 and she changed it to 14 but the the annoying part for me was going to school and kids would tell me what i did on tv last night oh my god and i was god, like well yeah. great like I can't. Like I, didn't, I wasn't allowed to watch it, so whatever. <laughs> I can't. I, weird though. I, I can't believe you managed to not watch the shit. Like you, you were that good a kid that you didn't actually watch the show. Because I would have been like, I've got to see this now. The kids are talking about it. I have to watch it. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, it was just amazing. because where you actually did the show, you're just like, yeah, I don't have to watch it. I did it, so whatever. I think yeah. I had like, and I had seen all my parts. I think I watched all my parts on like YouTube or something or, oh, okay. or like, like I had seen all the things that I was in and all the, so when people talked about actually seeing me, I knew what they were talking about. But other than that, I had no idea. So by this, before, like when you were like 13, 14, you must've had people asking you for your autograph and you'd never seen yourself in the show that they'd seen you in. <laughs> and that's why they wanted your autograph. That must've seemed weird. Yeah, yeah, it was very strange. Um, (laughs) The actual biggest uh, star moment for me, I guess, is a way to call it, is I went to Australia to visit my cousins when I was 
about 14 or 15. By the way, when I turned 14 or 15 or whatever the age was that I was allowed to watch it, I did not sit down and watch it all. Um, I, I hate to admit it. I have never actually seen episodes one through seven. Wow. Yeah, still, <laughs> because shocking. I never sat down and, like, there. I wasn't wow. a child. In my teenage years, I wasn't a child who sat down and binge-watched shows. That wasn't a part of our lives 10 years ago. It wasn't a thing that people did. So, like, we watched TV on Sundays. <laughs> that, that was my TV time. And, like, <laughs> usually before my mother got out of bed, like, that was the only time I was allowed to watch TV. Um, or, like, special occasions. Survivor. We watched Survivor on Thursday evening. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, it wasn't, like, sitting down and binge-watching shows was a foreign concept to me. So I never actually sat down and watched them all. Um but the biggest moment, I went to Australia when I was, I think, 14 or 15. Um, and some random person, we were, like, walking on the streets, and some random person came up and said, you're Trinity from Trail Park Boys. And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I've never <laughs> experienced this half, like, that. I didn't even think it existed halfway around the world let alone people would recognize me <laughs> it was mind-blowing um so that was the real first crazy fan moment that happened i guess so would um, you i know the i know the boys they do like live tours and stuff and occasionally they'll take like other cast members with them would you ever consider doing that that's because that's a totally different thing going on stage in front of a live audience a hundred percent. I love that stuff. Um, not, so I actually get uh, super red face. Like my face gets super warm and blush every time I stand up in front of an audience. Doesn't matter if I'm nervous, if I'm not nervous, <laughs> if I'm a hundred percent calm. For some reason, my face is just like, oh, up in front of an audience, red face. But that said, I love it. I enjoy it. I think it's great that we still have fans after 22 years, which is nuts. Um, I, yeah, hundred percent. I almost actually went on the cruise that they did last year, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but then in the end, it just didn't work out with work and stuff. So, um, I think, not I think you, you're fortunate as well because you play a character that's that's actually really nice and everybody likes and it isn't an idiot like a lot of the characters <laughs> they're idiots and they have like catchphrases that people must constantly shout at them you know and it, oh fuck off I got work to do and all and that annoys Bernie sometimes like because people just shout this stuff all the time whereas your character's so sweet that I'm yeah. guessing that it's, it's probably a pleasure for you when you meet people it's not it's not like oh god that was a bit weird you know they were shouting stuff at me and stuff <laughs> yeah people don't show stuff at me but they still like they they still think that i'm trinity sometimes yeah, like there's the a lot of thing. like oh why are you why are you hanging out with these guys where's jacob like i don't know in halifax somewhere like yeah, yeah. i have no idea <laughs> yeah you see but, you see that stuff on twitter like they people tweeting them and stuff and and you know, like Corey's really funny. His responses are really funny because they always spell the name Corey wrong for starters. So he's like, first of all, that's not how you spell my name. It's written right in front of you. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they deal with some shit. I am very lucky to have a, yeah, a nice character, if you will. <laughs> um, so what would you say is your fondest moment from right from the start until now? What would you say? Pick one moment that is like it stands out as being the nicest 
Um, that's really tough. Uh, I have a lot of fun moments. More that happened outside of filming. Um, because we are just like one big family. Um, if we're talking in filming, actually one of my fondest moments was when uh, Jay Barishaw was actually directing Trailer Park Boys. Uh, oh, I think yeah. it was season 10 or 11 uh, or somewhere around there. And uh, Leahy in the show was standing up on a milk craton and a milk like a yeah you're from the east milk coast crates, yeah, yeah. you know what those are yeah yeah <laughs> people by the way people in ontario don't know what milk cratons are so oh really yeah <laughs> wow kind of crazy. at least in well the people that i talk to um but uh yeah he was standing on a milk craton and talking about sh um shooting shit fish in a shit barrel uh the shit fisherman and it was <laughs> He was, like, obviously acting drunk, and we were all supposed to be... There was, like, a huge crowd of people, and we were all supposed to be, like, oh, my gosh, this guy's drunk again, he's ruining our party, whatever, whatever. And <laughs> Jay Barishal was behind him, so the cameras were facing the crowd. Jay Barishal was behind Leahy on the crate and was jumping up and down silently because we were filming but with glee at how much he loved what was happening so none <laughs> of us could keep a straight face so we were all like and then one person would burst out laughing and then everyone else would burst out laughing and it was just like the epitome of what trail park boys is to us i guess or to me <laughs> at least where it's just we all know each other so well that when I watch Trailbrook Boys, I watch it because it's people that I love doing ridiculous things. <laughs> and it's very funny for me to see them do those ridiculous things. Um, but, like, I don't know. It was, a, it was a moment that I definitely will never forget and um, was amazing. And, but there's also, it's, that's such a hard question because even, like, Rob being my, sorry, Ricky... Um, being my father on the show, like he, his family, his daughters thought that I was their sister when they were little. Oh, like his nice. wife treats me like a daughter every time she sees me. She's the sweetest. And he like, I was like, Rob, someday you're going to walk me down the aisle when I get married. And he's like, okay, Gina. And then like, like way later <laughs> that night, like, cause we all drink together, right? When we're filming and yeah. like, we like had a fake father daughter dance and it was super adorable. And like, it's like little things like that, that were like a big, a big family that I can't, I don't like to pick out one or two things, but it's the little things I think. It's nice that you get to experience those little things like that. Cause then it doesn't feel like you're missing anything like as a normal kid growing up because you get to experience all of them on set with all these people. So it's just like you're having a normal life just in front of the cameras, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, more or less. So, if you like, if you had to pick one person as being like, the, you know, your favorite person to work with, I know that's really tough. But who who would you say is your your favorite? <laughs> um, who do you have the best again, time with? 
we're like a family, so that's a very hard question. Just like asking you who your favorite family member is. Um, but when I was younger, 100% Lucy, um, just because she was my nanny. She was the one that got me into the show. She was my, you know, she knew this world that I was just getting into. And yeah. she was, she always kept, she made it a fun place instead of a workplace, which a lot of people didn't have time to do because it, you know, it is work. It's not, it's not something that everyone can joke off and have a good time or we never get anything done. So <laughs> as a child, that's not something you comprehend very well. So her and Sarah, we played like clapping games. I don't remember any of them, but um, <laughs> we played like clapping games and we sang songs and we always had a great time. Um, but I don't know, like Rob again was always like a father to me. So we always had a great time too on set. He, I don't know, all of them made time for me and all of them were awesome. So I really, I can't pick a favorite. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, well, I, I imagine it's very difficult. And I, fi I figured you would have said that anyway. So. <laughs> so another question I've always wondered is, why were you not in the first movie? Um, so it was supposed to be a prequel to all of the seasons. So I was supposed to be six years old. And at the time that it was shot, I was 12, I believe, 11 or 12. Uh, ah, okay. So they needed a kid to play me instead of, like a six-year-old to play me instead of me, which... That makes ah, sense. okay. So that's a, that's a simple answer. I thought it would be something like you were doing some sort of, a, you know, an exam or something, or you, were, you just weren't available and they had to bring somebody else in. No, no. Just just how things worked out. I mean, the kid that they, they used was really good. She was she was great, but it wasn't the same. <laughs> well, it's okay. I I was very bitter about it way back when. Uh, and I was told the critics said that the only thing wrong with the movie was that I wasn't in it. So I was like, I'm okay with that. I can live with that. I would actually agree with that because it's a fantastic movie and literally the only thing missing was you. So that, yeah, I agree That's with true. that. That's true, yeah. Well, thank you. So you got to work that. with other, um, there was other some child actors on there, like Ellen Page was on the show playing Leahy's daughter. Did you ever work with her directly or see her on set, or did they just do different days and <laughs> yeah. shoots with you guys? Or Yeah, no, we did. Um, we did a couple days together. We actually used to ride. We had these bikes. Mike Clattenburg brought in a uh, I don't know if this is the correct term for it, but I'm going to say it, and it might be awkward. It's we called it a banana bike because it had a really long seat. Oh yeah, that's a um, yeah okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not. I wasn't sure because I was like, "That's what they called it's it." A banana then. seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I've so, always called them. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we were. Mike Cladenberg had brought and uh, brought a bike in. I think it was going to be used in a scene, and then it ended up not being used or something. And so they let me have it and. So I rode that around, and Ellen Page and I were riding around our bikes uh, around the trailer park while we were waiting for our scenes. Um, but that's the only thing I really remember about being like on set with Ellen Page, okay. which is pretty cool. But I don't remember much. So have you seen yeah. us? Have you seen us since? Because I know Lu person. Lucy. Oh, okay. Because I know Lucy keeps in touch with her, and I think they see each other when she's around. 
Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't cool. seen her in person, but yeah. That would be cool. cool. To reminisce yeah. back about the old days. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I should, <laughs> maybe I should reach out. Back before she but... was a megastar in Juno and all the other things. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back, back where she started. Just, yeah. Kind of so, crazy. So moving away from Trailer Park Boys, because we just literally bombarded you with questions about the show. Um, I would love to know what it is you're, you're, you're doing now. Now, I know you're doing this whole, uh, this twitch thing live streaming twitch yeah yeah i have no idea about any of that stuff so can you can you enlighten me <laughs> yeah sure um so i'll start with the boring stuff first i work on parliament hill for member parliament and that's my oh, nice. day job that's really um, cool i didn't know that that's awesome yeah wow. yeah it's a it's a good gig i i'm able to work from home in this crazy world we're living in today so yeah um it, that's, that's very helpful yeah um but uh it's i've gone to school i went to school for accounting and engineering and crazy stuff and now i work in politics so that's crazy um but uh yeah (laughs) i'm in my off time uh i stream on twitch so i play a game called league of legends i'm not sure if you've ever heard of it oh yeah uh it's uh it's a very toxic (laughs) community (laughs) um but i love world of warcraft yeah, I've oh I've played my world of, I've played my fair share of World of Warcraft, and let me tell you, it's a lot. There's a lot nicer people there than <laughs> League of Legends. Yeah, I've heard stories um, of League of Legends, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's like one of the top five, three or five in the world of toxic players. Um, but I've been playing it for like eight years, so I love it, and I'm not too bad at it. Um, and I decided about a year ago that I was going to start streaming. Um, not that I would normally be in a like good enough at the game to start streaming, but because of who I am, I was like, well, I'll give it a go and see what happens. Uh, and I've had lots of people come and watch me game and mostly ask me questions about the show, and it's been pretty great. Um, I've met tons of amazing people and i wouldn't change a thing i love it to this day um actually this month i just announced two days ago um that everything that i get an income through twitch this month so month of march uh, i'm donating to the food bank because of this craziness that's happening so people are making donations and uh it's been it's great to have uh, like amazing people to talk to while I play this ridiculous game because <laughs> I get much less tilted and therefore I'm much better at the game. <laughs> well, most great. gamers are very like loyal and, and if it, you know, it's like a very close knit bonded family. To yeah. The, the world of hundred percent. So. Yeah. And it's so, weird cause I'm like mixing league of legends sans with trailer park boys. Sans. <laughs> and kind of, I get a lot of ridiculous questions and then like, yeah, but it's great. It's been great, and I love well, it. I'm sure so much. on the gamer side, you get a lot of trolls who would like fire up the fan base just just for the simple fact that they like to get them riled up. So, a hundred percent. I actually yeah. have, uh, yeah, I actually have some guys from the U.S. that I play league with, and none of them watch the show. So every time I like answer a question or make a comment about the show to someone in chat, they, um, <laughs> the guys that I play with are like. 
oh, what are you even talking about? What is that show? No one even watches that. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Anyway, yeah. So, great. so with this, this donation, like, how, how does that work? Like, can people that don't play the game donate? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, um, you can follow me on Twitch and, or not follow, you can come to my channel on Twitch, I guess. Um, and it's anything that I make this month through subscriptions. So you can subscribe to channels uh, for different tiers, so different amounts of money. Um, and then you can also donate um, uh, money. So like you can donate $5 or however much if you want to. And then you can also cheer bits is what it's called. It's like a Twitch currency. Um, so that also gives me income and then, um, I usually get it around the 12th, 12th to the 14th of the next month and I get it in one big payment and then, um, so however much I get, I will be donating. That's really cool and that's really yeah. nice. Awesome. Well, I think it's a good way to get out the message that we should be helping one another and not going crazy. In, yeah. in this uh, in this exactly. time of crisis, so yeah, and it's very easy to go crazy because people just read everything they read that's online, and then they just lose their, their mind basically. And right, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. Yeah. My, my wife's in healthcare, so I'm getting everything like where she works in a doctor's office. Mm -hmm. Everything I see on TV or everything like my friend will message me on Facebook and say, "Did you hear this happen?" So I'll shoot her message and go, "Did that really happen?" And she'll write back and go, "No." Yeah. And so it's like I got a really good source because she's getting everything straight from, like you know, the CDC, uh, and and they're basically keeping them all updated because all the new information coming in, they got to know how to handle it and and new mm -hmm. cases and everything. So it's nice that I can have that. So I'm a little more relaxed than the average person because <laughs> I'm not just getting all my information off social media and the news channels, which I think the news tries to sensationalize things, get everybody fired up just so they can have something to report on. It's also hard right now because people are hearing something. It's there's because that's all that everyone's talking about. So you, people hear one thing, it they absorb it, but it's not maybe exactly what they heard, and then they pass it on, right. not maybe exactly what they heard, and then it just keeps going because it's all that people are talking about. So there's so much stuff out there that's not true, and it's it's causing fear, and I think it's a yeah, good thing so, to. Help people. There was a post. Of... There was a post that I seen today, and we won't dwell on this, but I'll, I'll just mention it because we're talking about it. But there was a post that was like, the headline was something like, um, "Twitter user like tells everybody what's to come, and they don't understand what." And he's he's from Italy, mm -hmm. and it's just this random guy who's not a doctor. He just lives in Italy. So yeah, fair enough. He's he's in the firing line. You can see what's going on, and it's just negative stuff. It's like six different points of this is this is how it went down basically, and. And this is how it is, and this is what's coming. And it's like, well, hang on a second. You, you're in Italy. Italy were not prepared for this at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Italy's population is made up largely of old people, which it does affect young people as well. But yeah. most people that have passed away from this have been old people and people with health health issues already. So it's mm -hmm. like, for people that don't understand that, like that's going to scare them. And it's like we shouldn't mm -hmm. be scaring people. We need to be proactive. We need to do everything that the doctor, the experts are telling us to do. And as long as we're doing that, we're doing all that we can do. And we just got to ride it out. Mm -hmm. And and it's right. it's all just about being proactive. And what you're doing is 100% proactive. Like that, I think that's just wonderful. That's what we should be doing: helping each other. Well, thanks. Right. 
I agree. There's a lot I, of businesses yeah. that are shutting down and everything right now. People are like mm-hmm. out of work and it's like, you know, some businesses are nice enough that you can have like vacation time that you can cash in while mm-hmm. you're out of work. But some professions, if you're not working, you're not making money. Mm-hmm. So if you're especially business small businesses, shut down, like right, they don't you know, have if your business the, is the shut income. down, you've got no income coming in. So and you don't really have anything to fall back on, like any kind of insurance that covers something like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, it, it's a huge impact on the the little guys when everyone's yelling about the Walmarts and, and all the big box stores. And it's like, well, they're not really getting hurt. It's the little small mom yeah. and pop that employs 10, 15 people that are really getting hit the worst. So, exactly, yeah. 100%, 100%. Yeah. So, Crazy times. M- moving on from that, th- these are the last questions I'm going to ask you now. So th- these we call these the majors top five, and it's just because they're just five questions we ask basically every guest we have on because <laughs> every answer is different depending on who you're asking. So um, they're just like quick five questions. Should I be nervous? <laughs> well, no, some of them are a, not nervous, no, but some, some of them are a little tough to answer because they're just difficult questions, really. Well, some of them are easy. <laughs> So the first one's quite difficult. The first one is, what one song defines you? If you had to choose one song that just defines Gina, what would it be? To define me? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you the first one that popped in my head. I don't know if I can justify it, but uh, Footloose. Um, That's a good song. I... Yeah. I, it always makes me dance and it always makes me happy. I don't know if it would define me per se, but um, that's Kenny yeah. Loggins, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Kevin Good Bacon. Tune. Movie. Good tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question is really easy. What is the perfect meal? <laughs> Lasagna. Lasagna. With- my do- my daughter's five and she will not. She hates it, and I'm, I don't know why because she likes pasta and everything else. She just doesn't That's like it crazy. in that formation. I know it's. I love Craziness. it. Give her time. And, I hated you know, lasagna as a kid. Once I hit like 15, I'm like, this is the greatest thing in the world. Why did I not like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lasagna and chocolate covered strawberries for dessert. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she. Yeah, my daughter likes those, but who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Exactly. So, going back to lasagna, um, Costco do a really nice lasagna. Not you know, never had Costco lasagna. I'm actually celiac, um, so I oh, make okay. my oh. own lasagna. Um, but I have had non like I got diagnosed when I was 21 ish. My mom has it though, so it's not super oh, okay. unexpected. Yeah. Um, but I've never had Costco lasagna. I have heard it's good, but I've also heard that my lasagna is better. So oh, so undoubtedly, well obviously, then, obviously. Mine is gluten free, but it's still better than Costco lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, would put, I would put my name to that statement. Yeah. So we'll have to try it sometime. See. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay, so the next question: um, Can you tell us something about yourself that no one else knows? Just a little fact. <laughs> um, that no one else knows. Be careful I don't you think work in so. politics. <laughs> well, it's not even that to be honest like i've i think i've i i'm a pretty open book especially to my best friends and i don't know i don't know um you said this one was gonna be easy this is not an easy one um they make you think i know <laughs> <sighs> that no one else knows. 
Um, <laughs> I got one. I hope. I don't know if I can tell you this. <laughs> oh, you definitely can. You definitely can. Uh, that bad, we'll cut it. <laughs> no. no. Um, I hope that they write me a new boyfriend into the new season of Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Are you going to expand on that? Nope, I don't think nope. I'm allowed. I don't even know if I'm allowed to tell you that much, so I'll tell you that much. But, okay. Well, you um, didn't really share anything. You said you hope. One so. person knows that. Okay. I hope that. But that's that, that's the best I can do. I, that, like, I'm a, I tell my friends everything, or my mom everything. <laughs> <laughs> Fair one enough. Okay, so the, I'd say this, this one is easy. What inspires you? <laughs> um... This is not an easy question. Oh, it's really easy. Probably my my family. I have a younger brother um, who I love a lot. And my mom is the strongest woman that I know. So probably the two of them. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's a great answer. Thank you. Okay, this (laughs) one, I I would say this next question is easy, but you're probably not going to agree. Favorite place to be? favorite place to be yeah playing league okay. on twitch which is a weird <laughs> one although yeah but can i be on the east coast too <laughs> oh you like it or do you <laughs> yeah i like it on the east coast I... so are you are you from here originally yeah 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 um, okay yeah so is your mom is your mom still here yes she is and my brother okay oh okay awesome yeah i know um, what that's like living away from family sometimes it can get tough yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I miss them for sure. Yeah. It's, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. I'm happy in Ottawa, but I think if I had all the money in the world and I would retire, well, it might be on a beach somewhere, but not yeah. for not for the rest of my life. It would be See, on for a me, beach for like two years, and then I'd probably move back to the East Coast. For <laughs> me, I love the UK, but I love it here. So if I had all the money in the world, I'd bring everybody to me. Because <laughs> I just like I just love yeah. Nova Scotia. It's I so, agree it's so awesome. Nova Scotia is an amazing place. I've even said that like to my family. I, I said yeah. if I could if I could like not have to give up my citizenship to move to Canada, I would do it in a heartbeat. But I can't see just renouncing being an American just so I could move there. But yeah, because America's weird. Because we're like <laughs> arrogant people that if you want to go live somewhere else, you have to no longer be an American citizen to do it. And it's like why can't I just do both? But America won't allow it. So. It's a total different feeling. But I love Nova Scotia. It's like you, beautiful. The people there are awesome. Yeah, it's just an you drive amazing down the street place to be. And people wave at you, and you don't even know them. Like yeah. I miss right. that. <laughs> yeah, even just going for a walk. Like you just go for a walk, and everyone's like, "Hey, hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey!" Just as you're walking past everyone. It's not like that in England. No, unless you know the person, you don't you don't address yeah, anyone. Yeah, it's not like you just that keep here. walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I miss it a lot. So someday I'll move home. But okay, so, so how far the, is Ottawa from where you are then? Like from where you grew up? Like I'm, I'm not really. A, I don't know Canada's geography. So um, I'm about a two-hour flight, um, or fourteen-ish hour drive. Wow. Mm, actually, I think Google Maps says sixteen, so I'll go with that. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Pretty far. So away. it's closer to like Toronto, or is it past Toronto? Yeah. Uh, okay. it's, yeah, it's closer to Toronto, Montreal than, than, um, okay. than Nova Scotia is. Okay. It's like 
almost. Well, it's not really in the middle, but it's. Just tell him it's in the middle. He doesn't. He's got no clue anyway. It's well, in the okay. middle of Canada. And <laughs> it's kind of like north of New York the, here. The right so. hand side. So. Yeah, yeah, there you it's go. Like you north know. of New York. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think Toronto is pretty much across the the river on in New York. So if it's close to Toronto, then it's like I can kind of get an idea. Sure. Yeah. It's close. Okay. To <laughs> All right. We'll go with that. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, so that that pretty much concludes our, our interview with you. I just want to um, give out your like your Instagram page, if that's okay, so people can follow you if they want to. Yeah, totally. So if that, you so don't that's... mind giving out my Twitch too, that would be I, I have I have that written down as well. That was the next thing. So the, the, your Instagram is Gina under dash Canucks. Is that right? Yep, yep. That's okay. the one. And then the Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash Trinity eight seven six. Is that right yep. as well? You nailed it. Excellent. Awesome. So when I when we first of all, this is a pre-record, so it wasn't live stream. It's pre-record. Okay. So, I wasn't sure. I was like, man, I don't know, whatever. So I do edit it down. So if there, if there was anything you didn't want me to put in or what, you can let me know, and I'll I'll, I'll cut it out. No problem at all. Yeah. Um, I don't mind. It's nice to be asked though. Normally I good. like go out and take pictures of people, and I don't get to see them. And then they get posted later, and I get tagged oh, in them, okay. and I'm like, "Oh, that's a terrible picture." I I got over that. <laughs> well, I actually I got a I got a photo with you, so I'll 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 have to send that to you via DM. I won't post it, but I'll just show you, so you can you can at least see what I look like anyway. Well, I don't look at that anymore. Actually, I've had my hair cut. I love but... your accent. Thank you, I, Liverpool. I wasn't expecting it when you when you jumped on. So no, I should have said, shouldn't I? I should have told you. It's you from... might have. But I don't know. Maybe I did. I don't know. Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. But it, normally it throws people off and they don't understand the accent. But because your mother's British, I'm yeah. assuming that's why you understand me fine. So Probably, yeah. Uh, it's a second, <laughs> second nature. Although it's not, it's only like certain words that she says. Like tis, she, like, she, oh, like yeah. T-I-S, which used to annoy the shit out of me as a kid. I was like, <laughs> it's, it is. It's not that hard. Like, just say it properly. <laughs> It was like well, she's probably tiny been thing. in Canada long enough that she's lost most of her accent. I know, yeah. Moving up here from Maine, I'm originally from Ohio, which is a whole different accent down there. Yeah. So when I tell people I'm in Maine and then I start talking, they're like, you don't sound like a Mainer. And I'm like, well, I'm not a, you know, a, a, a natural Mainer. I'm a transplant. And they're like, oh, okay. But it's <laughs> like, I don't really, but I don't really sound like a Buckeye anymore either, like from Ohio, because I've lost a lot of that accent. So I'm kind of like somewhere in between now. So. I don't really it, sound like anything. This might be anybody. bad to say. I'm not actually sure if this is bad to say, but I felt like you were an American. I just, I don't know different American accents. Oh, that's and okay. And when you were like, oh, yeah, where I'm from in America. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I got it. <laughs> yeah, totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah, right now I live in the Northeast, like as close to Canada as you can get without being Canadian. But I originally from like the Midwest, kind of the center of the United States. But Nice, nice. Well, thank Excellent. you. Well, thank you very me. much. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been lovely talking to you. It's been so, an honor, um, yes. Yeah, thank pleasure. you very much. <laughs> it's been a pleasure for me also. Awesome. Well, yeah, have a great night, guys. Yeah, have you a great too, weekend. Thank you. Yes, a oh, great bye, weekend. Gina. It's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, <laughs> <Hey>, sweet. <laughs> See ya. Bye, bye. Guys. Hey, what's going on? This is Bubble from Trailer Park Boys, and you're listening to Majors Bass Hall. <laughs> there we go there was our interview there with Gina I just want to say thank you very much again Gina for coming on and uh, giving us your time and having a chat with me and Todd and apologies to Craig couldn't be there and, and obviously Bertie because he's the icing on the cake as well so absolutely 
yeah. So anyway, here we are, um, in, in the midst of like, you know, this this uh, this pandemic that's going on. Uh, it's just something I really want to talk to Craig about because I haven't spoke to him about it. And Craig is obviously in the UK, but he works in the hospital, so he's at he's in the fucking firing line, isn't he? So, uh, Craig, explain to me, mate, what's what's it like working there at the moment? Uh, it's weird. It's it's dead empty. The hospital is it? Uh, it's empty. Well, it's empty-ish. Uh, the visiting hours have been uh, cancelled uh, till further notice. There's no visiting. No visitors. Wow. Uh, car parks are barely empty, which is weird because they've always they're always jam packed every day when I used to go to work. Uh, it's just weird. It's a weird atmosphere. So, is it? Have you had to clean any of the rooms where anyone who's had this has been? Well, on my wall, I've actually had someone who was who was, was suspected of having it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, he was, was in a side room. Uh, I didn't get. I didn't go anywhere near it, even though it's my job to ask him for a cup of tea. Right, <laughs> but I just felt didn't feel comfortable going in there, even though I should have. But I did, so I just kind of like skipped them. So, so not only is, not only is this fella potentially <clears throat> dying from this life threatening illness, you he didn't get a cup of tea. I'm afraid not. <laughs> <laughs> Just skipped it. I can't but, blame you. Yeah, no, I know. I understand. But the, the next day he wasn't there, so I don't know what happened to him. He probably, he probably fucking died. died of thirst by the sounds <laughs> of it. Well, I don't know. It's weird though because. He, he was on my ward for like a few weeks before he was suspected of having it, but before then he was he was talking, he was up and about, going to the toilet and all that, and everyone was just saying that he's not going to have it because you know, he was lively, he was he was all and all. I think he's probably been moved to a special part of the hospital. To be honest, if he's suspected as having it, that's probably what's happened. They, they yeah. were, Do like, they have like an infectious disease ward or something like that? Because I know most hospitals around here have like a separate floor. Or department where anything is highly contagious, it's like quarantined off from the rest of the hospital. Yeah, they did. They do have a, a section. They actually used to be at the back of the ward I used to work on when I was living in the UK. Um, what was that? What was the area called? I can't remember now. It's just that if you had an infection or something, it is like I can't remember what it was called now. But yeah, it was just it was a sectioned off area. You you couldn't just walk in there. You'd have to like right. suit up to go in. Right. I don't know. Yeah, at the end, of the back of 30, Ward 31, there was, like, a unit at the very end. You would, you should, because you fucking worked on there. I can't remember the name of it. Is it. You know what I mean? The end the end of the ward, it's like it's not even on the ward, it's at the very back. Oh, yeah, well, when I, when I was on there, I think they got rid of it. Oh, maybe, I don't know. But it was there, at it, one it, point, it, there was a unit there. I remember, I remember it was, like, an, it was part of the ward, but it was, like, a different section. It was, it was like Yes, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. It's gone. Anyway, oh, yeah. Valley. <clears throat> so, how like how do you feel going to work? Are you are you nervous or are you like like what's the situation? You... Go on. To be honest, I just I just treat it as any normal day. I don't really think about it. It's like a real superhero. People, it's weird. People are just getting on with their jobs. You know, they just they don't really talk too much about it. Just get on with it. Well, I was there when the swine flu thing was going off. Like we, obviously, you were there for that as well. <clears throat> and that was... It, it's the fear of the unknown, so we didn't really understand what it was, much like this. So you, you kind of like... 
I remember one of the, the guys that actually reminds me of Bertie a little bit, little Mike. Oh, yeah. He is like Bertie. Bertie's the Canadian version of him, isn't he? Mm. Bertie, <laughs> say, do you know the... Say, go like this, go, do you know the... Uh... <laughs> do you know the... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's what he used to say anyway. So yeah, um, and I remember he said that like he could he could smell the swine flu on the ward, and we all thought that was funny. But like, it's just because nobody knew what it was. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, everyone was so scared because it was just this thing that we knew that if you got it, it, it could potentially kill you. And you know, this one's supposed to be worse than that. So, um, I, mean, I mean, clearly it is. The fucking world shut down. But um, what the fuck was that? Fucking <laughs> okay, no. hell. Who was it though? Was it you, Craig? Yeah. Fucking hell. It's only a tiny one. I know, but like your fart has had more enthusiasm than you've had. (laughs) Like there was more effort in your fart than than you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounded like someone is trying to interject something into a conversation. Like, ah, let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing, he- I'm wearing headphones. I didn't know what it sounded like. Oh, well, know. If you bothered to listen back, you'd hear it, but obviously you never will. Um, so, how it does. like a baby cow mooing. How does Leanne feel about you going to work? She's a bit nervous, or. No, nah, she's all right with it. She just keeps saying, be careful and wash your hands all the time and don't get anyone, anyone near anyone who has it. Yeah, that's all you can do, isn't it? At the end of the day. Um, yeah. Did you uh, did you go out and clap? Because he did they did like a, ch- a clap thing, didn't he? With okay, all, like no. cheered. The whole where I lived, the whole street was doing it. But uh, well, not the whole street, but next door neighbours and all that. No, I didn't go out. Just to say thank you to all the healthcare workers, the people working in the oh. hospital. Do you are you aware that that was for you as well? I don't know. It's weird. No, because no one gives a shit about us. They do, mate. Like, like honestly, you are not you, not just you. Like, but the cleaners in general are really fucking important at the moment. Yeah, I know. I understand that, but no other member of staff in the hospital don't realise that because they all look at us like shit, and you know this. You all look down at us and treat us like crap. Well, I know, but fuck them. Like that, that applauding that went on <laughs> yesterday was for the nurses, the doctors, for the fucking cleaners, though, as well, mate. Like you're cleaning right. the rooms and stuff. You're you're like you're literally ridding the building of this shit. It's important. Yeah, if you didn't sanitize the place and they couldn't bring anybody else into that bed until you do your job, so it's actually a very important part of the equation. Yeah. It's not including when you fall asleep in a cleaning cupboard. I'm talking about when you're actually <laughs> doing your job. I'm not I'm not even joking, he's done that. Well, before I'm... before me shift, not during it. Oh yeah, so that's uh, all right then, I, isn't it? Yeah. I plead a fifth on that one. He was sleeping on on curtains that go around the fucking bay, you know, the beds. Like they're all like pie, like as you come right. up from the laundry room, they're all like folded, neat, ready to go on the fucking ward. He used them as a fucking pillow. Well, I I used to roll up uh, fucking painting tarps like the canvas and roll it up like a pillow and then throw another one out like a blanket and lay down on the floor and sleep in my uh, maintenance closet when I worked at Ross Manor, so that ain't nothing big. Okay, so my question to you is, how long was your shift at Ross Manor? Eight hours. Okay, Craig, how long was your shift when you fell asleep in the cleaning cupboard? Uh, Three. There you go, three hours. (laughs) 
That's about as long as my nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Craig, I just wondered, you know, how you felt really in like, I mean, obviously this is a big thing. It's worse where you are than it is where I am. I don't know about Todd. Well, we just uh, became number one in the world for, you know, confirmed cases. Yeah, United that's States, true. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, New York's the fucking worst, isn't it? Oh, it's the hotbed. It's the it's the fucking petri dish of the of the country here. It's what Italy was the worst. No, not anymore. No, mm. United States took them over yesterday. Yeah, fucking crazy. It's really bad. It's like tripling in cases confirmed by the day. So it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's uh, yeah, ninety percent of it's in New York and. California and Washington State. What we have to remember, this is the thing, and I'm not playing it down, but like what we need to remember with this is that, like, all out of all those cases, most of them are mild cases, and like people are just at home recovering from it. So, because instantly when you go, oh, there's like thousands of people infected, you just think the fucking black plague and everyone's going to die, and it's that's not the case. If you get it, your chances of survival are really high. It's not like you. Yeah, it's a, out of it's not a fucking death. Cases like a couple hundred have died, so that's yes, really good odds. Exactly. So like, it, you have to remember that when you're looking at this, like, okay, well, that's the infection. Now let's look at the deaths, because you can't even look at the recoveries. Because the thing with the recoveries is, is that like they'll say, oh, so many people have recovered, and they'll give you a number, but that number's not accurate because there's people that have recovered and not followed up with the doctor afterwards to tell them that they're better now. And, and, and there's thousands and of people that haven't even knew they had it. Exactly, so. and there's that as well. So you have to keep all that in mind. So, you know, so the I, statistics aren't exactly true. Yes, it's, it's whatever people are actually finally waking up and going, "Oh shit, maybe I do have it. I should get tested." The, the, yeah. the way I look at this is, it's like it's 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 like um, cancer. Obviously, there's different variations of cancer, but it's like it's like a kind of cancer where the survival rate's really good. You know, exactly. Uh, I can't think of one to give as, as an example because I'll probably get it wrong. But like, let's say testis, testicular cancer, because we, we always talk about knobs on our show. So sure. let's just go with that one. The the survivor if that's really good if you catch it in time. But obviously, this plants are from. Yeah, obviously, there's a chance that people will pass away from it, but it doesn't mean you're going to. Your chances are really good if you catch it in time. Same with this. It's not about catching it in right. time, but the chances are you're gonna be all right if you get it. Well, but we don't want to get is- it. With testicular cancer, it depends on how often you play with your knob and, and how many bumps you got down there. So, when you, you know, you feel a bump out of the ordinary. You're like, what the fuck? Are you going to get a check. You catch it early. Yeah. If you're someone that don't you know, juggle your junk much, then all of a sudden by the time you're like, hey, I got these three lumps, they're like, geez, that's two lumps too many. You're fucking dead. Sorry. I mean, that's kind <laughs> of the perspective. <laughs> not, not, not that I'm a doctor, even though I'm playing one right now. I'm just saying, don't. Don't follow my expert advice. Yeah. Because <laughs> you wind up fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Again, yeah, but not like, to make light of the subject, but that's how I deal with serious matters. Sorry. But but that's how you have to look at it, though, is that, like, it's it's something that could potentially kill you, but the chances are right. it won't, but you don't want to get it just in case. And that's the way you have to look at it. You don't want to just... It's really, really easy to get carried away with these numbers because the news... But I'm like cancer this is totally preventable because all you gotta do is avoid people stay in your fucking house and be diligent with your hygiene yeah until the shit blows over and you don't have to worry about it if you're not exposing yourself to the potential then you don't have anything to worry about yes like right now in nova scotia currently right this second there's 91 people that have got it so no one's died from it in nova scotia but there's 91 people that have it one time one time in the past week they've mentioned on the radio 
that uh, I think there's like two or three people have recovered from it. So they're better now. They've had it and they've recovered. One time they've mentioned it. The rest it's just been about, oh, these people have got it and they, these people travel from away and there's this one guy who's got it and he hasn't travelled, so it's not... But they won't fucking... They won't keep you up to date with who's getting better and that pisses me off because they could easily do that. But right. it's like they want to put the fear of God into you so that you stay in your exactly. house. And it's important. People need to fucking stay in. But let's just tell the facts as it is. Let's not fucking sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, be smart about it. Don't go Don't go having any beach parties anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. Where you have like a thousand people at your place all, you know, rubbing up on each other, getting drunk and, and swapping bodily fluids yeah i mean that that's you know but at the same time you don't have to be the hyper fucking hoarder that's trapped out in the bunker in their basement for six months waiting for the world to end so you can come out and see what's left either i mean you got to find that happy medium you know so obviously there's many things we can do in the house that don't require us going outside like recording a podcast, this is a fantastic thing. This, this is a good thing about this virus. It doesn't stop us from recording, which I know Craig's annoyed about, because if there's anything he would want us to infect, <laughs> it would be the podcast. But, Bertie, can you tell us what you do to kill time in the house? I do many things. I do a lot of things. Okay, can you tell us them? Uh, I, I collect pins, and I, I also use CB radio. I, I watch YouTube videos, watch TV... You know that sort of thing. Red tube. Um, okay, so <laughs> with the um, with the pins, what kind what what kind of pins are they? Let's just cover that very quickly. Well, the pins that we that I use or that I collect is the ones that will probably go on your shirt or your hat or something oh, like okay. that. You know those kind oh, yeah. of pins. Okay, so like they're quite sharp though, aren't they? You've got to be careful with them. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, you have to be very careful with them, yes. Yeah, so the last thing you want is a little prick. Well, I'd done that yesterday, but I didn't, I didn't, I, 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 I wasn't very careful, but I'm okay, you know. I didn't, I didn't get a pin in my finger, but I, I kind of touched it and was like, oh, shit. Jesus, yeah, you want to be careful with Gotta that. Watch touching a little, gotta watch touching them little pricks. <laughs> you can go to jail yeah. for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, moving on to CB Radio. Um, does CB stand for Cove Boy? No, it does not. CB Radio is like a thing where you can communicate and broadcast with other people from across the country. It's a, it's a radio that people can put in their cars and their houses and you know talk talk to local people or people from around the country or around the world. Uh, depends on the atmosphere and the weather during the day. Okay, so what does it stand for, CB? I can't remember. It's a. I can't it's remember. Like I don't know what it stands for. It's like a some kind of communication box, I guess, or some kind of thing it stands for, and you can talk to people from all over the world on it. Oh, okay. So, so okay, so it's like um, it's like what they have in trucks, like truckers use them. Yes, yeah. that's what it's like what truckers use in their trucks. Yes. Okay, so my my next question to you is: Are you able to demonstrate what that's like to use? Oh, well, you know, there's nobody on, but I, I usually I, I go on the radio and I go in on a channel called Channel 1 AM on my CB radio, my unit in Washington from Andy Tobin, my uncle, which I, uh, when I hear the local people, I'll try to get in touch with them, and sometimes they hear me, sometimes they don't. So can you try it now? Sure, let's see if we can give it a shot. What's now, your handle? Charlie, zero two, you got a copy on this frequency for Cowboy. Probably not on right now. 
Nine TCO two, you got a copy? He doesn't seem to be on right now. Uh, wouldn't you laugh if so you just heard someone go, fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you get BJ and the bear, let me know. <laughs> oh, <thanks>. You're up. Fuck it up. Is there no one on there, Bersie? No. No, nobody on tonight, no. But I, 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 I have something I want to say to everybody, Gavin. Go on then. If you are in Halifax, Newfoundland, if you're in Halifax, Nova Scotia in July, make sure you guys pop down to the Majors Mess Hall Pub Crawl and meet Cowboy, Gavin, Todd, and myself. Brandon made us some muffins, Bert. Nice. Have one. Go have one later, Gavin. Have a muffin now, Bertie. There you go. Excellent. Who's made so those? Halifax, Nova Scotia, guys. Make sure you come down and see Gavin, Tom, Gavin Thomas, Todd Walters, and myself in July. What flavor is right. the muffin? Because of the pandemic. You're all wondering if I'm going to be able to make it or not during the pandemic. Hopefully, it's over by then, guys. Who's talking I'll to? I'll be done by then. Who's talking to you, Betty? One of your brothers. My brother Noofy boy. My brother Noofy boy. Oh, tell him we said hey. He said hey. What's up, Noofy? Some podcast. What's up, Majors Messer? How's it going? He's going, buddy. Sweet. <laughs> Excellent. My daughter ju just dropped off some cupcakes for us to have. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Don't let don't let Bertie have too many. No, no, he's on a strict diet here. Yeah, he's already sweet enough. He don't need any more cupcakes. <laughs> right on, guys. Nice talking to you. Yeah, take it take easy, care, man. brother. Yeah, he's a nice guy, John. Talk to him every now and then on Facebook. I actually talk to a lot of uh, Bertie's family now. That's good. Yeah. So if you guys are in Halifax, Nova Scotia, back straight back to it. He's a professional. If they open up the border, I'll be there. Yeah, this, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic, Bertie, so we'll have to see how it plays out. I mean, yeah. It's still three months away, four months away, but never, never can tell. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be all right. Like, but I mean, we, oh, it yeah. doesn't really matter when. We're, we're going to have one, aren't we? So... That's right. the aim is to have it in July. <coughs> but if it doesn't happen in July, we'll just do it a different time. Now, there is something that else I want to ask you about. Sure. Um, you did some videos a while ago, um, which have recently resurfaced, and people seem to be uh, quite a fan of it, really. But it's the uh, Newfoundland Eater videos. Can you explain to the listeners what the Newfoundland Eater project was? It was me going against other eating competitors like people that do stunts on youtube the big youtubers on on youtube which i tried to do but i ended up you know getting asthma which i asthma is breathing problems and stuff to do with your lungs and i ended up getting sick and i had to retire from it so what so what exactly did you have to do in these videos i had to try to make I had to try to eat that thing that I was eating or whatever I was eating. I had to try to get it down like in 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds and see if I could beat other people's records. And and on this, like, so some of the things were like a blind test where you'd be blindfolded. You have to guess what you're eating. And then yeah. there was other ones where I'd see you eating a piece of pizza or a sandwich. But then there was some really obscure ones where I seen you eating a raw potato. 
Raw potato is good. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds like a few dates I've been on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Good. It's all good, man. Yeah, eat, that's, that's another one he eats a raw turn up. Didn't you get stomach pain from that? No. So, oh. what what is your what do you say to the people that are asking the Newfoundland eater to come out of retirement? Well, I don't think that's a good idea because of my health and where I am right now, but you never know. But I don't think it, it depends on the age that you should you you should. Probably not do it if you're too young, but, you know, it's up to you. you. You should be a little bit older to do it. Maybe, say, 13 and older, maybe. Well, th- oh. this this is how I see it. You you have to eat anyway, don't you? Everyone has to eat. Everyone so, has to eat. So just video it then when you're eating. That's the, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, you just video it when you're eating it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so just get it done then. That's all right. you got to do. Not like, it's not like in a competition you're going against, like, Stormy Daniels in a hot dog eating contest or nothing. <laughs> Hey, don't tempt me, boys. Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have to call her lawyer as soon as he gets out of jail. <laughs> oh, Call me Daniels. Next thing, next thing you know, you'll be accusing Donald Trump of all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell's bells. I love it. <laughs> I just tell you now for the record, I've never heard of Cove Boy, so don't bring it up again. It's fake I've news, okay? I've never been to Newfoundland. Well, I was there once, but they wouldn't let me go to casino, so I had to pack up my shit and leave. So I went to Florida instead. <laughs> it was a beautiful casino. I had all the blueprints ready, but the sons of bitches wouldn't let me build, so I said, fuck you. I'm taking my billion, and I'm going elsewhere. <laughs> uh Make sure everyone tunes in to the, la- the latest episode that uh, Major's Mess All Done with Prank Call Mafia Shane. Shane Coyle, guys. He's one hell of a guy. <laughs> Thank well, you for... Uh... Two episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one out now, Bertie. Yeah. yeah with there Robert Petrini. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, boys. Hola. <laughs> right, okay, listen. Craig hasn't really spoke much. Craig, have you got anything to add? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Craig, come on. Make this night excitement, man. Come on, make it exciting. I can't. I'm going to think to say. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we keeping you up, Craig? No. The oh, only okay. thing you get out of Craig, guys, is the burping and the farting. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> right, so anyway, you mentioned Shane Coyle. So Shane Coyle obviously does prank phone calls. I'm going to bring Shane on at some point, maybe even in the next episode. We'll see if he's free, and we'll bring him on. And we'll try and do some prank phone calls. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, we're going to wrap it up now because we've been talking for a while. Craig's got nothing to add. He's bored. He wants to go to sleep. Um, well, are we, are we bringing the old segments back in the future episodes? I mean, can we touch on that real quick about some possibilities of yeah? You, go ahead. Visiting some. Well, I'm asking. I, I I don't know. I mean, I'd like to. I'd like to have another episode of. Uh, uh, um, get to the point with the uh, big deal Elroy McNeil yes we need to have another story time with Craig oh for sure definitely yeah. I, I know how enthusiastic he gets about that um, <laughs> we, we, we could do uh, you know there's there's so much material that we could do we just got to figure it out yeah like so but basically when we get a guest on 
it takes up all of our time. So like we, right. all of our effort goes into researching and then doing the interview and then editing the interview separately. So it, it takes away from doing anything else. So that's the reason why we haven't done it for a while. But yeah, we're definitely going to do it again. Storytelling right. with Craig, we've been meaning to do that for ages. So let's aim to do that for the next episode. Okay. And then uh, maybe even a new segment of uh, Get to the Point, we'll get that done as well. And then there's okay. a few others we were talking about. Um, taking some old childhood cartoons and revamping oh, yes. them in audio for adults. So one of the ones we were thinking <laughs> of is, is Winnie the Pooh. We thought we could maybe revamp that. Craig, can you do any voices from Winnie the Pooh? No. Can't you do a Tigger? <laughs> no. What about like, um, we've, we've already got an Eeyore, so what about like um, Christopher Robin? Could you do that? That's just a boy. No, I don't do any voices. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. That sounds just like him. Um, it doesn't. So Christopher Robin sorted. <laughs> Bertie, can you do Piglet? Now we're, we're beyond the hot dog eating contest now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Piglet's not fucking Donald Duck on crack. <laughs> no, I don't know Piglet. Just that's it. You, that, that that's it. That's what he sounds like. He sounds like you. So you can do Piglet. So that's Piglet sorted. I'll do Winnie the Pooh. Um, Todd's doing Eeyore. We're sorted. We just need oh, a Tigger now. We just need a Tigger. So if someone can do a Tigger, we're good to go. I'll work on it. I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So then, just yeah. There's a few ideas we've got in the pipeline. So we'll start working on it, and we'll uh, we'll get some more recording done soon. I was going to suggest. And I haven't even thought about this yet, so let's see what you guys think. And I already know what Craig's going to say. I was thinking with all this shit going on and the fact we've all got a little bit more time on our hands, kind of, I mean, we're all still working apart from Bertie, but um, maybe we could, while this shit's going on, we could maybe go weekly. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with it. Craig? Why? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem too well, enthusiastic about that, Gavin. Well, because oh, I'll tell I'll tell you why. Because people people are fucking bored, Craig. They're stuck at home. They've got nothing to do, and they our listeners like listening to our podcast. And just yeah. while people are in, they, they're not at work. They've got free time. I just thought maybe we could do our little bit and put what, out a little bit what, more. What better way to kill fifteen minutes than to listen to Majors Mess Hall? Hell yeah, I'm even bored. I'll do it. I'm it's up not for 15 minutes, though. It's an hour. <laughs> well, well, maybe we could. No, but like. Nothing, Craig, man. Come on. No, but maybe. maybe we, we cut it in half and give them twice yeah, yeah. as much for half the time, you know. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we could out. do that. Maybe we could do like half an hour episodes every now and then. It doesn't have to be an hour. We could just do like a quick half an hour catch up, play a little bit of a game, bring a guest on. You know, just, just one of our friends, one of our listeners can come on, have a chat, and <laughs> off they go. Yeah, it's an idea. Let's just let, let's just keep it in mind. And it's like we'll Mr. Rogers' go. neighborhood, you know, you just go out, you you meet people virtually. Yeah, they and come as into well, the neighborhood and play. See, the thing as well, the beauty of it is, is that like we don't all have to be here as well. Like Craig, if you're busy or you're tired or whatever, as long as it's not last minute, we can we can arrange it and bring you know Mike B on or Bertie could come on. Like we, we I can, can come we, on because I ain't working anymore right now, so I can come on any day you guys need me. Exactly. So we can we can figure it out and bring someone else on. I know my friend Sarah from Australia; she wants to come on again. So we can we can just do that. So it doesn't have to be everybody every time, does it? 
No. That's not you. Even that's not Kelly me saying you don't have to do it. Yeah, Kelly's another one. Yeah, yeah. So we can, we'll figure it out anyway. It's just a suggestion. Bear in mind the work lies on me because I'm the one who has to edit this shit. You know what I mean? Like I said, exactly. Kevin, if you need any help, let me know, man. I'm I'm ready to help with anything you need help with, buddy. You couldn't even do a bloody piglet impression, you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no, oh, I, 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 appreci- oh. I appreciate the offer. Um, but yeah, Craig, come on, mate. It's only a phone call, isn't it, with your friends? Please, Craig. Oh, whatever. Jeez, <laughs> oh, do we chap your ass that bad? You can't even give us a fucking hour? Come on, man. Every two weeks is enough for me. All right, well, let, we'll, we'll, let, we'll just have a think about it, all right? We'll just, we'll talk. It, we're not making any promises right now. We'll just have a think about it because it's... So the, why don't we do every other week a full episode? And, like, on the off weeks, we'll just do, like, a mini episode to fill in to get people through. Um, and Craig don't have to be part of it if he's not, you know... Yeah, maybe something like it, that. So. Maybe something we'll like that, We'll just do that yeah. and bring on a, uh, bring on a, a, a listener... To, to do, like you say, a, a quick game with us and a quick chat to see how they're dealing with everything. I'd be interested in To get everybody the... involved. And uh, let me finish off. off. And, then, uh, <laughs> and then that way they would be uh, more user-friendly and uh, they might listen, be more apt to listen for a shorter episode that they're involved in. And they might actually get more listeners that way. So, yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's a, it's a win-win-win for everybody. Yeah, let's aim for that then. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Is that all right with you, Craig? That means you don't have to do it every week. Yeah. I know. Are you if all right with that, though? Jump, for it, jump in. We, 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 it's your podcast, Craig, so we don't want to cut you out of it. So we're giving you the option now. Do you, are you okay with missing every other episode? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. You just want to go now, don't you? No, I'm just lying down. Fucking oh. lying down. He can't even sit up to talk. <laughs> right, anyway, Craig, listen. Can I ask I'm go- you a question, Craig? Huh? Can I ask you a question, Craig? Suppose. Oh, God. Getting lucky tonight or what? <laughs> <laughs> what? He said, Are you getting lucky tonight? No. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you won't get lucky. <laughs> yeah. Although, to be fair, it be- doesn't sound like you've got the energy beat- in you. Well, you can beat the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> that don't take much effort, at least from where I'm sitting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, come on, let's wrap it up now. So let's just give out the details again. Website right. is majorsmesshall.com. <clears throat> if you go on there, you will notice that there's old photographs on there. Ignore them. We are currently in the works of ridding those <laughs> photographs, so you won't have to look at them anymore. Under um, construction. <clears throat> And then you go to our Instagram page, which is um, at Mess Hall Podcast. Give us a follow on there. Twitter is at Majors Mess Hall. Follow us on there. Facebook, just search for Majors Mess Hall, and you will find us. Like I always say, we've got over 14,000 followers on there, which is very impressive. And the Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com forward slash Majors Mess Hall, that is our page. <clears throat> and there you can donate to us monthly. Um, and it helps us out with the fees that you know are associated with with doing a podcast, like um, the hostage fees and the website fee, and um, you know the replenishment of all the equipment and stuff like that. So, um, thank you to our current patrons. Without you guys, we would really be struggling right now. So we appreciate it. And yeah, if anyone else wants to sign up, just go there and, and do your thing. Um, so yeah, final thoughts from anyone? No. No. I'm just uh, in a mood to say uh, everybody stay safe. 
Um, you know, enjoy the time that you're home and able to spend it with your family uh, unless you don't get along and then, you know, fucking torture and misery for you. And I apologize for that. But if that's the case, escape to a nice room by yourself, listen to Major's Mess Hall and uh, keep uh, getting entertained by us. And other than that, uh, you know, stay safe and wash your hands and be cool. Excellent. Betty? Just want to say to everybody, stay safe and keep checking back for new content from Major's Mess Hall Podcast and the boys. But the hell that was uh, that's short for you. I was expecting you to go on for a while there. That's how it's done. <laughs> okay, guys. Short and sweet. Right, take it easy, and we'll talk again on the next episode, uh, episode one seventeen of the Major Metal Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys, and we yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.